Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. We're back with a special heat check edition, looking at all the off-season summer moves. And get us how the shit out here. You got what? reasonable AC. My AC went out. It's about 110 in Woodland Hills where we're at right now. So we're a little glistening. You got, you got a sweatshirt on. <laughs> like, it was cold upstairs. It's hot as hell down here. So yeah, you got, a, <laughs> you got levels. You got rich people problems. <laughs> but just want to let y'all know we got new episodes of No Chill dropping in October. Obviously, we've been rolling along, getting all them things out there. But we got some new heat coming for y'all very soon in addition to this heat check episode right now. So Gil, first things first, we got to address the major situation going on. And it hurt my heart. I need to know, what is your reaction to everybody else's reaction to your Giannis takes? Oh, forgot your bucker. Yes, they oh, employ my father, and as an extension, oh, they employ me. The man, city of Milwaukee, city bucker. of Milwaukee's been good to me every time I pull up. <laughs> oh, you Milwaukee buckers. We at Carson's, we getting it in. We at the little Cambria over there. Um, they've been packing I, you up, Gil. They've been packing you up. The fans. Fans, that's true. Okay, fans. You know, it's, it's Buck fans. You know, they're delusional anyway. Um, <laughs> we're not talking about, like, you know, it's, it's, I go off more of my peers because you got to remember my peers understand what I'm trying to say sometimes versus what comes out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so The comments I make is not about his, when I say he hasn't developed, we're not talking about the physical part. You, you get that just when you get older, right? Going in the weight room lift. So he did a great job on his body. When I say, you know, getting smarter, he doesn't know the game yet. Right now he's playing the game all physical. It's, it's all a physical game for him. You know what I mean? Dwight Howard, physical. Yeah. You know, your Westbrook, physical. You know what I mean? We're talking about understanding rules, understanding time management, understanding the game within the game, the mental part of it. You know, if he's ranked number one and two, just playing physical, what happens when he starts understanding the game within the game, you know, aspect of it, you know? And, you know, usually people are like, well, you know, how can you say he doesn't understand the game? He's won, you know, a championship. Okay, that's okay. I get it. Yeah, he won the championship playing physical. He's been playing it the physical way. We're trying to get him to revert, understand the game, how Jordan had to. Well, Jordan even have to at the time he did it. Learning how to, you know, get the fade away. Under, you know, understanding the nuances. So, you know, my thing is this. All right, if he's the number one or two player in the NBA, let's go to the mental side. Is he smarter than Chris Paul? Is he smarter than LeBron James? Is he smarter than Curry? Clay, Draymond, Kawhi Leonard, um, Jokic, Luka. 
If he doesn't rank number one in that, that's what I mean. If he ranks at the end of that, think about how much of the game he needs to learn to be in front of those guys. That's all. And then when I said the, 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 the in shape part, if you look at his, <laughs> his game time minutes, it would make sense. In the last five years, he's only played 40 minutes four times in the last five years. In the playoffs, he's one in five and playing over 40 minutes. Because some people, like, he, he exerts so much energy that he's never known how to get into another level of in shape. Um, there's just some people, like, last year, he's probably the only superstar that didn't hit 40 minutes last year in a regular season. Yeah, but, you know, just, just to play devil advocate, mm -hmm. just from that Bucks fan perspective, I think Giannis was somewhere around, like, 33-minute range. But this is a guy, a lot of those games are out of question. He don't need to play a lot of those games beyond that range, right? Mm -hmm. Come postseason, those minutes increase, that workload increases. And I think we've talked about this on the show, too. It's like Giannis started playing when he was, like, 14. So, so from one side, I understand what you're saying from the knowledge. And to me, that's scary as shit to think about a guy who's a two-time MVP. <laughs> yes. That still has so much room to grow mm -hmm. in that space. And other names you mentioned, you know, you look at a guy like Luca. Those guys were playing at a very earlier age, mm -hmm. playing in systems in, in Italy and Slovenia where they were essentially playing at like a pro type of level, mm -hmm. right? So I don't knock Giannis for that, but I will say growth from when he came to the league, scrawny. We had Larry Sanders on the show and other guys mm -hmm. who have spoke to, you know, Giannis' improvement and growth. And you talk about the physicality. feels like he's adding layers to his game. He very well may never get to that third level. He's been working on a three-point shot and improving his jumper, but does he need to? Like, he's already a two-time MVP, top 75 NBA player. Without all that stuff, yeah, if he gets a three-point shot, I, he could go down as the greatest player in NBA history. Yep, but isn't that the goal? Always. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could have said nothing and he just stops right here and then he goes down as top five. But isn't that the goal of how his mind is to be the best? For sure. Well, to be the best is getting stronger is not your problem anymore. Your problem is learning how to play back to the basket, knowing that if your back is to the basket, they have to double you without you dribbling, which makes passing easier, which means players will get open easier easier shots for everyone else. If you are driving and everyone's backpedaling, that easy pull-up game. You know what I mean? There's levels of this game that he's not even scratched yet. But I looked at, you know, his draft, his draft critique. It said that. It said what he was. It said point guard style player, right? Doesn't know how to play very well off the ball. Um, there's going to be, when he gets to the NBA, there will be a, a it would be damn near impossible to guard him during his matchups because no one's as fast as him. No one is as agile as him. You know, once he picks up with, picks up weight with just, nat just, just being in the NBA naturally, you know what I mean? He's going to be a problem. Defensively, he, because he plays with passion, soul, and, you know, um, and he can, he, he can he, his natural ability is what he's getting off by. You know, his natural just reaction and stuff was going to make him a great defender anyway. You know, that's, it said it, like, it basically said he was a still of this draft. For sure. He was basically going to be the number one, like, he was basically the best player in that draft. They just didn't know. But if you see where he's at when he came in the league versus now, I think that's the thing I see a lot of people who are coming at you, and I've seen him on the internet all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on Twitter all day, you know, <laughs> seeing what's going on, is that I think they took offense to you saying he doesn't understand basketball. 
And yeah, of course, everybody has room to improve in their mm-hmm. understanding and knowledge mm-hmm. of basketball. It doesn't matter if you Steph, LeBron, you can reach new levels mm-hmm. on that side. But they felt it was more of in a hater tone. Like you saying, he, he doesn't know nothing about basketball. <laughs> and he's just yeah, physical yeah, and he's yeah. getting it. And yeah, that's yeah. the only reason. So, like, I know you, I know, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's why, like, when it was going on, I understand where you were coming from. But just, you know, I guess from my standpoint is looking at this game now versus where it's been, the MVPs, mentioned the championship. Obviously, Middleton gets hurt in the postseason last year. Mm-hmm. If he's there, they may very well may be contending for another championship against that If he played 48 sport. minutes, they probably would have. But, you know, for regular season, he don't have to play more than that. No, but in the play, okay, so did you watch the WNBA game yesterday? I was tuned in. You, you were tuned in, right? Locked in. Um, and you see what Asia Wilson, they said that whole series, she only sat 40, four, four minutes. Four minutes. Last two games, didn't even sub out. She didn't, even, she didn't even notice. That's a different type of being in shape. Sometimes you, ha- you can't come off the floor. Like, do you they, think Giannis is not in shape to do that, though, I guess is the question I would ask you. Because I would argue I, that he is. I don't, you know, because he, see, I don't knock him for not playing 48 minutes because I understand why he can't play 48 minutes right now. Because he, does, he doesn't take a, a possession off. He doesn't take a possession off. Yeah. He plays both sides of the floor like an animal. Uh, but there's some games where you're sitting for 12, 13 minutes hurts the team. It does hurt the team. You didn't have um, you didn't you didn't have Middleton last year. You can't come out this game. Like this is the, I can't sub you. Like I I gotta look at him like yo I can't sub you. I'd rather you just take a possession off and during the you know. You know, in the game while you're there still being effective versus you sitting on this bench and we have no, no help, no hope. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing I look at. I look at, like, is he capable right now of playing 48 minutes for a series? No. You don't think he is? I'd say if he needed to, I would have. I mean, look, this is me personally. Yeah, I was, you remember the year before, the year they won a the championship? He was exhausted. He was exhausted in those, during those series. 50 pieces are exhausting, as you know. <laughs> you know, drop facts. Drop his 50 pieces. But that's, but that's facts. You know what I mean? You know, you, you got to think about it. He's getting a damn near triple-double, double-double, high double-double in only 30 minutes. Uh, what happens if he can play 48? That's, that's what I look at. I look at, like, like it's not the hate part. It's like, yo, I want to see you tap into that next one. So what is it going to take for you to jump on the Greek freak bandwagon? He's number two. I got him number two this year. I got Kevin Durant one. I got him two. Okay. I do have him two. You heard of people. That's what, that's what, that's what makes it funny because people are like, well, name your top five. And I'm like, all right, Katie, Greek. Well, if you don't like Greek, why do you have him two? Because I have him two. I'm not stupid. So you're not a, Greek, not, <laughs> you're not a Greek hater contrary to, you know. I no, I, no, I don't like the Bucks. <laughs> Okay. I, like I do. Greek, I like Greek, I, I appreciate like your city of Milwaukee. I don't like them. I don't know why I don't like the Bucks. It has to be a reason. Shout out Mandela, all the people out I, there. I, I, I probably don't have a reason. I just, but Gil, can you, can you do me a favor? Can you look into this camera? Which one? This My, one right here. That one? Okay. I need you to apologize to all the Greco-Nigerians for the Giannis take. Whoa, I can't apologize for it. That was a good take. All right. It was a good take. They just didn't understand the fullness of the take. Then at the bare minimum, at the bare minimum, mm-hmm. I need you to rent out the Topanga little dining <laughs> 12 over there, round up all the local kids in the area, get Sierra Canyon, get your, your daughter, your son, their crew, and we need a screening of Rise to show our love to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Can you do okay, that? Okay, I can do that. For I the can, people. I can. You, you heard know what? You man. know what? I'll order Rise. 
Just, I think that's why they hate him, because they watched how he came up. How, I mean, how do you not see that story, though? In, in, no, I loved it. Okay. That's what I said. It, 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 listen, it don't come, you know me, if I don't like him, I just like, motherfucker just sucks. Right, I'll do that. Yeah. No, with him, it's just saying like, you know, if he's number two right now, if he's in everyone's top five, top three, let's just yeah, for just, sure. If he's in everyone's top three, and my take is still my take, that means what happens when he works on the things that I think he needs to work on. What happens if he gets a pull up? What happens if he hits that three? What happens if he has a back to the basket game where doubles and he don't have to? He's not dribbling yet. That man is scary. What happens if he, he, he Tim Duncan's in the post and then just zeroes from there? That's the scary, that's what I see. Okay. Look, you know, I'm gonna let the, the internet's gonna do whatever they do. Whoever is listening to the show, open your hearts when you listen to what Gil has to say. <laughs> Not sure, because I think a lot of people, and then you followed up with the IG post, and you basically alluded to saying like, a haters, you know, and not to say that you were a hater, but haters gonna point out your flaws, they're mm-hmm. not just gonna, and I think we can all agree that Giannis has a whole nother level. He has whole, he, and it's not, I'm not gonna say he don't understand basketball, he understands basketball at a high level, he's been playing mm-hmm. at a high level since he's been in the league, but he has so much further that he can go with that understanding. And to your point, if you can get to that third level of scoring. Third level scoring, I mean, just, just understanding just how to play the game like, that, what I'm saying is, I thought I knew basketball until I watched Jason Kidd, until I talked to Jason Kidd. And, like, like you can see that there's a whole nother level of this game that, you know, some, some people just play. Yeah. Like, so, like and, 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 and when I say, like, some players just play, all the smoke. They, they interviewed um, Grant Hill, right? Grant Hill was talking about the time he was at UCLA working out, working on his, um, his he was changing his uh, shot. And the young Kobe Bryant was on the down far end working with his trainer. Um, he said, Work, Kobe's going hard, going hard, going hard. And then at the end of it, Kobe's like, oh, let's play one-on-one. He was like, Shh, I'm not gonna say no. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, at this point in time, yeah. Grant Hill's a four-time All-Star. Kobe's only, Kobe only started one game that previous season, right? They played one-on-one. Grant Hill said, that was the hard, I understand this, that was the hardest thing he ever done in the summer was play Kobe one-on-one. He didn't know how to get, he's a four-time All-Star. He didn't know how to get better in the summer. All he wanted to do was lift, run the beach, play basketball. A 19-year-old kid taught him how to develop his basketball game. Because you don't know. Some players don't know how to develop their game. They just want to go in, lift, do the, do the what's the name. Like you see it on IG, right? They're sitting there doing the roles. They're doing, all, they're doing all the cardio stuff. You know, if you want to put them in, you know, show horses, a bunch of show ponies out there. But when it comes to, I need to work on my left hand. I need to work on my shot. If I shot 38% this year and I'm trying to shoot 40, that might take maybe 100,000 shots that summer. Some people don't do that. 
You have a four-time All-Star that, that learns from a 19-year-old. But I guess you do not feel like Giannis is doing that, because from everything I've heard, and these are from knowledgeable people that are in the know, he's putting in a ton of work on his game, trying to improve those things. I can't say that I can see it. I can see the little things. Like, I can see, okay, he put in, you know, he put in a couple hours, you know, working on that. But you got to remember, if you put in 100,000 shots on your mid-range, there's going to be a drastic change in your game when that season starts. I had Jason Richardson. Couldn't shoot a gun to save his life. <laughs> couldn't shoot a gun, couldn't shoot it, couldn't do nothing with his shot. <laughs> and we, uh, and in the summer, he was like, I don't, the way people played me, I don't want to be played like that no more. What do I got to do? He would sit on that machine. We had to shoot a machine. He would take thousands of shots a day. Thousands of shots a day. Became a three-point shooter. A deadly three-point shooter. Top five, top ten in NBA type of deadly shooter. So, you know what I mean? So, you know, but just, you, you know, when you're going into the summer, you have to work on flaws, not strengths. The strengths is, you already got the strengths. Start working on them flaws, clean them flaws up every summer. Dwayne Wade with the bank shot. The mid-range. You remember, he didn't have a mid-range when he first came in. He didn't have that bank, corner bank shot when he first came in. The pump fake. You got to remember, if you look at Dwayne Wade, he added something every single year to improve his overall game. It's not like fix it in the summer. Like right now, you know, if you want to work on your mid-range this summer, all summer work on the mid-range. Next year, pull it all a little bit. Next year, the three. Next year, the post-up. By the time you finish nine years, you have a complete game. So we're going to see. Giannis got a lot. He got to prove Gil wrong. Well, he's not, Listen, he had, he had, he had. And this is, this is a, this is, when you talk about the international players, too, there's a disadvantage with them sometimes because they have to participate in summer stuff, right? So, you know, he had to play in the games this summer where he probably didn't get to work on his individual. So now he has to use the season to start trying to clean that up. And there's only so much time you can do during the season playing games, traveling, practicing, so. We're gonna see. If Giannis comes back with a wetter, <laughs> we're doing a special show. We're pulling up to Milwaukee. And then, and, then, and then I can put him, I can put him, you know, 1A. We're going to do a dunk tank in Milwaukee. We're going to let Milwaukee fans, that <laughs> each one will get a chance. Giannis' whole family, little son, will get in there too. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Well, let's, let's keep this thing moving and shaking. So you told the homie of Vlad TV that in your mind, Steph was top 10 sight unseen. But in that top 10, where are you putting Steph? Because obviously you have to win in the championship this year. I won't do that. Got to. I don't want to do that. They, make it, they made me ask you, so you got to answer. Where, where I'm going to put him at in the top 10? Where you, in your top 10, where are you putting Steph Curry? I'm going to say safe, just 10. Ooh. I got to put him in, without, without me really diving in, without me diving in, I'm just going to put him at 10. Because you got to remember, he still hasn't finished his career. For sure. So because he hasn't to finished his point. He hasn't finished his career to this point. Everybody else is done. So when you're talking about like players like 
Bill Russell, Larry Bird, Carl Malone, you know, those dreams, those guys that's sitting around that 8, 9, 10 area, the big O, like even though he's probably should be a little bit further, but that, that, that realm of sitting, you know, I got to try to figure out, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, but eventually, you know, he should be mixed in. So I got well. an easier one for you. Obviously, the talk after Steph won the championship, won the finals MVP, Western Conference finals MVP. Uh, better point guard than Magic Johnson. Do you agree or disagree with that? Better point guard? That's, that's what the discussion was. <sighs> Only because I grew up on what a point guard is versus what it is now. You got to remember, I'm the hybrid of what Steph is. So I'm, I'm in the Steph category. It's unfair to put Magic, Steve Nash, John Stockton, all those guys on the same. Because we're going we're gonna to have just as many, not as many assists. We're going to be decent, but our points versus theirs going to be so far in front that we automatically damn near trump what they're doing. Because if they're averaging 12 and we're averaging 7, they're averaging 15 points, we're averaging 30. That's a big fucking gap. Um, if you take away that, if you take away everything Magic Johnson brung to the game and just say just Magic the basketball player and his stats, yeah. then yes. But, Ooh, okay. but then when you're talking about the impact Magic made on the game, you got to remember, when you're talking about the Hall of Fame, you're talking about impact. Even though they're both impact players, but... Magic was in that time where racism was still hot. <laughs> 80s in LA, it was, it was, yeah, we know. It was hot, it was, yeah, yeah, you know, was. remember, 80s in LA was fine. Out of LA was yeah, horrible, for sure, for sure. you know what I mean? So, you know, Magic, you know, Magic Bird, that whole thing, it was a, it was, it was a big movement. Um, I, I, I really don't even think that the world would allow you to put Steph in front of Magic. It's just, the, I mean, you're gonna, you, Maybe 30, 40 years from now when some of those older guys die off. But as of right, as of right so what now. Does Steph, what does Steph need to do in your mind in, in this, this now kind of, you know, back end of his career? Because me, it's the same thing. We grew up in L.A. with Magic Man to the City. Mm -hmm. Saw Magic open a movie theater in the hood with unlimited strawberry soda refills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw Magic bring a TJI Friday <laughs> yeah, to the Starbucks yeah, yeah, yeah. to the Ladera Center. So, it, you know, it, it goes beyond basketball. And not to mention everything else he did. So <laughs> if Steph opens up one in the hood of Oakland with, with the yeah. strawberry sodas, he could, he could get into that conversation for me. At the end of the day, there's, it don't matter what some people do. There's just a generation of, there's just a generation that won't even allow you. Steph can win five more championships. And people be like, mm, yeah. yeah, I don't know if that was enough. You know, he had Kevin Durant for two. He had, you know, he had Draymond for four. Like, you know, there's just a group that just, them the 80s, 90s, just for some reason, that's just the golden era of everything. Like, you just can't beat nothing that was in the 80s and well, 90s. for us, I think for younger kids now who have no concept. concept of there's no, no concept of who they are. It's just, you know, the generations. You know, there is a generational gap, but just like anything, there's a group of people that think Dr. J is the, was the best player ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they don't even want to hear nothing about Michael Jordan. <laughs> there's that group still. Yeah, it's still young. They're still around. Listen, you know what I mean? That's so, my pop's generation, your pop's generation. That, they rock with Dr. J. Heavy. Like, that's their dude. That's what I'm saying. It's like, so there's like generations that just, you cannot tell them that, that there's another player better than them. 
So there's, that's listen, I listen to people that say, uh, in this generation, Dr. J's not even top 10. There's a generation where Dr. J's one. Yeah. <laughs> one. Not two. <laughs> this is it's just it's him first, then Jordan. And then everybody else's generation, there's no, there's no Dr. J, which is weird. All right, now let's shift gears. We talked about Magic, former Laker. Let's talk about this current Laker squad. Interesting offseason. Uh, you know, they made the trade for Pat Bev, gave up THT. Not tripping. What do you think about that Pat Bev move and when this roster is currently constructed? Russell Westbrook obviously still on the squad. Darvin Ham coming in. What is your, if you had to guess right now, looking at our crystal ball, what is your prediction for this Lakers squad with this roster as constructed? Hey, man, the, the, them Clippers gears is, is like real cheap this year, right? It's like, like that Clipper gear is starting to look good, right? That red, white, and blue starting to look American. I'm a, I'm a LeBron fan through and through. I, I know, I know, but they, like, I, there's some shit that happened. I'm like, wait, what are y'all doing? I don't like what I'm seeing right now. Um, okay, we got more defense, cool. But I don't think defense was our problem. I think because we can't score, we don't want to play defense. Usually teams that they get buckets like buckets like buckets like buckets, they usually try to stop. They slap in the ground, they, <laughs> they lock in slap, the what's happening? You know, the fact that we can't score makes it harder to play defense. So getting another defensive player, um, getting rid of like, I like THT. I just thought, you know, with that team that we needed that type of score. So, um, I mean, I, from our point guard position, I mean, they're going to be sitting in, they're going to be sitting at the free throw line a lot. <laughs> you know, they're going to be sitting at the free throw line a lot. I mean, Pat Bev, like, let, don't get me wrong. He has the capability of scoring. He averaged 37 a game in high school. So it's not like he can't score. He just had a, he has a knack for playing defense, and that's what his mind is set on. So um, I don't expect him to have more than 15, 16 points this year. No. You know, but, you know, I don't know if he's coming off the bench or starting. Um, There's been talk about a, a Russ, Pat Bev lineup working, but we look at the – Wait, wait, say that again? There's been – I'm just telling you what – Did you say one and two? Starting together on the Lakers basketball team. Not one and two. Just letting you know what the internet is saying. I'm a conveyor of the so internet. So we just go have our, our backcourt that can shoot one dropper consistent. All right. When you look at that big three of, of the LeBron, Russ, AD, obviously didn't work last year. We got a small sample size with all them dudes playing together. I think it was 21 games. They were 11 and 10, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure the internet, somebody in the comments will correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but AD healthy. Let's say perfect world. AD can play 65, 70 games. LeBron can play that 65, 70 game range. Russ can play... 65, 70 games. I think he played with like 77, 78 last year, whatever it is. Do you think this squad, you know, how do they pan in the Western Conference? I mean, listen, everyone is good if everyone's healthy. So, I mean, it's just being healthy. You know, are y'all going to do what y'all need to do? Be, we know LeBron going to be healthy. <laughs> you know, no. we know he takes care of his body. You know, it's just does everyone else fall in line? Um, you know, we can't rely on a 38-year-old, you know, to play 38 minutes, 40 minutes this year. Um, you know, Anthony Davis is going to really have to step up. I mean, you are, you, you, you're supposed to be taking the lead right now to carry us to the promised land. Of course, you have LeBron who's going to, you know, make sure we get there, but you're supposed to be the front runner of this. Um, you know, him being healthy is going to be one thing. Um, I'm pretty sure that he, he didn't work on a, uh, a go-to move. 
He's one of those other superstars that don't have a move that he can recite two times in a row. You know, he just plays the game. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that he needs to have a go-to move. Like, when shit gets rough, you're missing shots, you can't do this, can't do this, you're not getting to the free throw line, we can give it to you. You have a go-to move. We know Tim Duncan's off the backboard from the right side. We know his go-to move. Yeah. You know what I mean? We know Tony Parker's pick and roll, spinning leg. We know his go-to move. Um, you know, so it's, 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 it's just Clippers looking good right now. I'm just going to say that. You know, this is, the, this is the first time in since probably 96 where I would say, eh, Clippers uh, could be better this year. I mean, let's be, the, the, the Lakers had, those post-Kobe years were, were very, very high boo-boo. But it was still Clippers. That's it was fair. still the Clippers. But that squad has, has retooled. But now let's take it to the East. Got to talk about these Nets. You know, probably the most tumultuous offseason from KD demanding a trade. Reports circulating that he mm-hmm. wanted Sean Marks and Steve Nash to get the boot. Him meeting with Joe Sy, kind of figuring out, squashing all that. Coming back, obviously, Kyrie with his situation. When you look at that squad now and hopefully getting a healthy Ben Simmons back, what are your prospects for the Nets this season? I actually, I actually like the Nets. When they were talking about trades, they're talking about going to Boston. And I'm like, if I'm Kevin Durant, why would I go to Boston if they're giving up Green? Right? No, Brown. Jalen Brown. If they were giving up Jalen Brown. And I'm the, like, the Green was giving up Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why am I giving up Brown? Like, I would want to be with both of them for me to leave the team I'm on. Yeah. But to go there and one comes, I'm just, it's just me and Tatum, like, that's not better than me, Ben Simmons, and Kyrie. So it, it didn't make sense anyway. Most of the trades did not make sense unless it was start for start with the Lakers. So, you know, once people started, you know, talking about that and everybody's like, mm, not going to make that happen, there was nowhere else he was going to go. Well, you know, after the Gobert trade and, and what was given up in that trade to get somebody like KD. There was nothing given up. It was nothing given up. We, we all know that. I'm just saying, on, on the paper. On, yeah, on, the, on paper, yeah, they gave away paper. Multiple Not draft money. picks. I'm just saying multiple, but mm-hmm. something at that level to get it, you know, KD wasn't going to happen. It kind of messed up trades this summer because then everybody wanted to load up on picks yeah. and all of this stuff. So, Which I don't really understand, but hey, more power to y'all if that's um, your thing. Um, Hoarding picks. You know, with Kevin Durant, Kyrie doing what they do, now you have... Um, Cam, you know, was it was it Cam, the young kid there who was there last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah for you know, sure. he, there was a, there was a run when them when them guys was hurt where he was averaging about twenty, you know. So with him having some experience coming off the bench now, um, you got Ben Simmons who who's going to play one through five. I think that's kind of pl- and he plays mark. defense. You know what I mean? So you have you have a Draymond you have a Draymond Green to Kevin Durant and Kerr, I mean, Kevin Durant and Kyrie. That could be scary. You got Kyrie playing a, a full season in theory as of right now. As long as, long, as, long, as, long as nothing stupid happens with the, you know, COVID and monkeypox seven, whatever the hell that's, comes out. As long as nothing happens right there with everyone, you know, let's just roll it as we sure. see it and, you know, hopefully. So are, is that squad still, in your opinion, the favorite to come out of the East, or have they been supplanted by the Celtics or the Bucks? Um, they're top. They're top two. Um, Philly's looking nice. 
I'm not even going to lie. They, they, they look like a more balanced team. Yeah. You know, um, P.J. Tucker coming over there, and they just got uh, Harrison. No, who, who came who went over there? I Trez. Just got Trez. Trez. <laughs> um, so with, with a nice little package of the five, you got Maxi coming in. I heard he was killing this summer, just really yeah. working on this game. Um, that should be a very, very good team. Um, scary. Um, Bucks didn't get anybody, right? They don't need that guy, Giannis. <laughs> no, you, You're number two player in the NBA. I know, but he, you got to add pieces. Yeah, I think after we watch Rise, your whole perspective. No, what I'm saying is, okay, you, did, we're you, doing you didn't win the last two years, right? Yeah, but there was other situations in play that... that okay, that even if they're, all, if they're all healthy, they're still not good enough to beat some of them teams out there. Because you got to remember, from the championship team, they lost players. For sure. Right? So, you know, adding some extra pieces to Giannis. You can't, you can't keep using Giannis to where you use Giannis. We're going to see, Gil. We're going to Milwaukee. <laughs> you, get, like, you, have, you have your power forward playing point guard, basically. They said you got to check in when you come to Milwaukee. That's all I'm going to tell you. You got to check in. Who goes to Milwaukee? Milwaukee's a great city. Eh. Is also a weekend there? It's better than Cleveland, in my opinion. No, I'm just saying it's also a weekend there this year. No, it's Utah. All right, so. good. Then I'm good. It's I'm, Utah. I'm, I'm, I ain't never got to step foot in. We will not be turned. I never got to step foot in there. It's Utah? We will not be turned up in Utah. No disrespect to Utahians. It's in Utah this year? It's in Utah. Oof. But Bucks, Bucks. We might be there on Zoom. So I'm gonna be real. So we're gonna zoom in on Bucks then. It's, it's hard, honestly. Three. I mean, it's it's four. Because you got the Cavs now that are young and scrappy. No, in, okay, in the four. East. Okay. Four. You just never know. I mean, I think the Nets obviously on paper with KD and that squad now looking for revenge. You know, kind of getting that revenge tour going. But you can never discredit what the Bucks got going on. I think Coach Bud and what he's doing with that squad. And yeah. now another year of Giannis. Giannis looking at Gil takes, really <laughs> shooting three while looking at like, Gil takes. There's some teams that just, they use the excuse of, oh, we got hurt if we're healthy and we got a healthy team. Yeah, for sure. But that's not how it works. You know, especially when other teams are adding new pieces. So they're adding pieces to, to neutralize someone like Giannis. Like, so Even looking at Boston adding Brogdon, like that's yeah, going to be huge that, for them. Yeah, that's what I said. It's a huge, it's a huge thing. Miami... Who do they add? Who do they need to add? They got Victor Oladipo coming back healthy. No, I get no, that, but who did they add? They didn't add anybody. I think they tried to make some moves. I know, they tried. You know, you know they I tried a, to give a good take on Giannis. So just, it just didn't work. Sometimes <laughs> 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 this shit just don't work. See, are you rich enough that when they pack you up, it doesn't mean anything to you? But I think the funniest thing, and we'll end on this, that I saw was people saying that be, you're all NBA, so you can't talk about an MVP. And they've literally never played in the league, and they're talking about an All NBA dude. I know. I, it was like it was like I was that's really. That's why I don't. Pay. But that's NBA Twitter in a nutshell. It's very baffling and fascinating at the same time. And I was just in the cut with my family, ducked out, chilling, and look, it's like, wait a minute, the guy who's an All NBA player who's literally giving some of your favorite players sixty pieces, fifty pieces, mm. isn't qualified to talk. But listen, nah. if you don't have a ring, you're not qualified to talk trash to someone who does. That's, that's what it that's is. That's usually how it. That's usually how it, it works. Look, this has been another <laughs> edition of Heat Check. We'll be back with more all season. We are ready for all your comments. Drop them below. Keep them coming. Like we look at all that stuff. We're not going to engage with a lot of it because we're busy doing what we like to do. Mm -hmm. But we see it all. <laughs> <laughs>